Alright, so we got an intro <laughs> today. Maybe we'll implement it in the future. Hi everyone, and welcome to my house community. So today I'm being joined by Sirs. Can I say your name or is it like Alayla? No, you say Sirs. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, last you, time you, was, your, your artistry is pretty much by your name. So, so Mr. Liam Ness, he's an aspiring musical artist. He just brought out an EP, mm. who I'm very proud of. My everlasting respect that you have actually musical talent or an ear for music because I'm fucking tone deaf. What do you mean tone deaf? Is that not, not quite? Yeah, I'm tone deaf. Eh. We both know that. Eh. 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 What the fuck is he making sure here, look at him? If you're more interested in playing guitar than talking, this is a podcast, not a fucking live show. Okay. Come on, man. Focus. <laughs> Okay, so how how did like the idea of the EP? How did the idea of making music start? Like, um, so I think it was grade ten, maybe that I wrote my first song for music. Most of the EP uh, I already wrote before I even met Alex. Okay, so dedicated songs I wrote in the school project. Mm-hmm. The next song I um, is much more of like going to the church with him and kind of and I wrote like just before that. Oh, okay. So you firstly produced like the uh, I'm gonna say the background. Yeah, music, I had the idea. The high the side of the vocals. Yeah. So you um, did the lyrics before. Or yeah, after. the interlude was um, I was on the keys and I played it like. Like just figure it all over and he didn't think he needed individual notes. oh individual notes within the chord okay yeah and um i was like yeah this could be a good interlude because i wrote i've written the song and it was a super weird dark vibe like mm-hmm. how um it can get into the really dark weird kind of sound of my voice that's quite interesting concept how yeah. like holding on to that love is more detrimental to you than just like just letting it go yeah it's that image of have you seen that thing on instagram where you know those fake deep pages are like oh my gosh this page is so deep if you suffer from depression you should follow <laughs> at I, I don't even know what the pages names are but there's this image of like a hand holding on a rope but the rope is literally like crushing the hand and the hand is going like relief yeah so i mean pro- it's probably better sometimes just to let the relationship go and be alone because holding on can cause a bit more damage. Yeah, so, so I mean, it was just the idea of um, being with a sister and then kind of the extreme story mm. kind of went with a lot of references to it was a lot of dark vibes as well. Like, for example, if I drank her blood, yes, did I get what I needed from her? Um, Jeez. Exactly, like, not, not getting exactly what you want out of someone yeah but you still sort of hang on for the hope that it'll exactly. be better and but was that yeah. based on like reality or was it just something fictional you made up in your mind i mean most of everything i wrote felt like i had a lot of things mm. but it was overlapping okay so you sort of 
it's inspired by real life yeah. things, but like, it's not necessarily <laughs> it's based on true events, but it's not necessarily a true depiction of how you felt. Like in Zoldark, for example, it says I don't know you, but I did know you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, okay. So after the interlude, there was Percy Burnham, which was written by Mentor. Yo, depression boy. Yeah. So that was um. see things as real life rather than the games too much mm-hmm. like not for example the same source that you've seen yeah in episode because he didn't see yeah it's not like a, a conventional exactly. you know it's like what's, what's that um the thing where all the scientists like they mine out mm. i can't remember what but there's like there's a lot of pop songs are based oh, the on multiple sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he calls it the four letters for the letter C: A, G, C, A minor. A minor. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, there's pretty much endless possibilities, but it's so like overused. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you do it in a different key, it would be obviously there. If you do F sharp, mm-hmm. it's in G sharp. Obviously, everything sharp. Yeah, and then it sounds different, but it, it's still the same, same with basis. But like, how do you find the creative impulse to just do something new? Like, I can't understand how you have like a like it's original sounds- musical thoughts because I I cannot have an original musical thoughts. Okay, so let's let's think about it. Um, da da da. that so it's a bit high up on the guitar but it's like so a minor ba- so just basically listen to the not what i do yeah but what i listen to the notes and it's like okay this particular note is in the a minor chord mm-hmm. From that, I basically listen. Okay, what would sound decent to change it? So it's basically just improvisation upon what you've already done. So just thinking, yeah, doesn't sound cool. Because there's not like I'd say a lot of planning involved in making your type of music. I don't want to say all music. I mean, there's for example like Tony Apollo who has an idea for a song and then he goes down to the recording studio and tries to record it. Yeah, that that's fucking crazy. It's insane. I mean, I definitely have an idea of what I want from the song, definitely the vibe, yeah. but I have no clue how to get there. Okay, so you just sort of improvise. You get like an idea, just a, like a general overview, and then yeah. just sort of improvise what over I do that. Is like, okay, the repetition of things in music, I have weird, weird things that work well together in mm-hmm. the music for, well, especially for the EP because everything is just one song. Yeah. So there is obviously the guitar, um, which is mostly picked. Mm. And I feel the EP has like a very, um, I, I don't know what word to describe it with, because it's not very mainstream at all. Mm. It's, I want to say, almost like cutesy. Yeah, 
if, if that makes sense. And it's not meaning like a negative yeah. way or a childish way, but the way the music is presented, it sounds almost so innocent. Innocent, like, that's the word, innocent. But then the meaning of it, like dedicated shrink, it's quite a deep message to say, yeah, I'm not going to be a dedicated shrink for the rest of your life. Exactly. Sorry, love. But, I mean, it sounds so almost jovial on the outside, so it's quite a cool contrast yeah, within yeah. the... Uh, Time of the year is gone The dedicated shrink Trying to Most of the songs are about a relationship, not real kinds, but I Playboy mean, is about. Girl Lives Zeppelin is about a relationship. Yeah, yeah, most of them are. Well, Pretty Baby has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but, but pretty it's pretty personal, actually, the entire EP. But is Gold Eyes based on, like, her new relationship, or is it just a generic love song? So, it's actually very real. Um, my new love interest, basically, she sang... Well, she said... I love you most, but she said, I love you most. And I was bum, like, bum, bum, I was like, that was a super cool melody, so I hopped on the piano. Yeah. And I wrote this. Um, Yeah, he was uh, number 13, if you, I highly advise anyone listening to go listen to that one. A lot of, like, insight into classical music, but yeah, sorry. And, um, yeah, so he obviously knows, and he was like, okay, this is fantastic chords, and the melody is beautiful, and you look fantastic, you should be with me. Mm. And she's like, I can tell you don't like classical music, and I was like, okay, how do I capture that emotion? Like I said, my recipe was to write this on guitar. Yeah. This was the intro. Yeah, it was like sort of the. Did you play it on acoustic or electric? So, funnily enough, I um, in the same way, I'm not gonna tell you it's acoustic. Um, I think again, it's maybe a hard electric note. Mm-hmm. Like for example in that intro, funny. Yeah. If um what I did was I took the intro because I wanted to link uh intro, interlude and the outro together, which yeah. is basically the same synth chord. Yeah. Which was that F and E minor that I talked about. Yeah. But I played it around instead of going to an E minor, mm-hmm. I went to an E minor seven. Okay. To give it a more open feeling. Yeah. And then I just what I did was I recorded Okay, I'm just gonna sing. Just gonna belt. And what I did was So I took the same lyrics from the interlude, which I obviously knew. And mm. I knew the general obviously melody of the song and I just switched it up a bit and yeah. I did it in about 
but do you have like a lot of specific i want to say references or artists who inspire your music Um, or is it pretty much just you thinking of shit i think it's indoor most of the time okay but so you don't listen to like a song let's say Phoebe and Sheep and Honey Sound and think, oh, I mean, I, I definitely do. <coughs> For example, though, um, Hey had a very similar vibe to Phineas. Mm. So it was written in the same way Phineas would have wrote it, but yep. the, you know, how he did the song was mm. completely different. Phineas is so underrated, I find. Like, he's not enough in the mainstream for how good his music is. Like, jeez. He's the talent. Billy is the face. But Phineas is the talent of the, the, uh, the Eilish family. Obi O'Connor, sorry, my bad. Billie Eilish is like... But is, is it her second or the third one? Is it, is it not like Billy Braid Pirate or something? I swear, <laughs> no. I swear there's a pirate in there. You gotta, you gotta Google it. I, I swear to you there's a pirate somewhere in her name. Pirate. Pirate. It's like Billy. Oh, it is. It is. What's it? Billy Eilish Pirate Baird. Or Braid? Baird? Yeah, Baird. It's B A I R D. I don't know how you Bayard? It. It's Baird. Baird. O'Connor. O'Connor. So it's Phineas O'Connor. Phineas is just been Phineas is just the main guy. But Phineas. You know what you have working for you? Mm. You've got a pretty artistic sound in your head that people were like, actually. Oh, his Enjoy. name is exactly the same as his sister, Jade. Really? So they both have a like matching third name. Well, his is the same. Uh, his other name. Oh, does he not have like a? So it's Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connor. <laughs> what the fuck is up with smoking? No offense, man and sir, but <laughs> what were you thinking? That he's made something special. Yeah, you can't that judge. It, they can't judge him too much. How fun would have been to? be Billy and just running through that mall like 4 in the morning and shooting a music video and just showering food and stuff how old was he when he did that? I don't really know if he was born me neither but she looked like she, she looked like she enjoyed it so I enjoyed it as well you know what's crazy right she's my age I am 19 and she is world famous she's probably one of the most famous singers in the world currently Correct? How the fuck does that happen? It's not though, because I mean, I I think the first one was like two years ago, right? Yeah, you actually introduced me to her. I remember we were chilling in my house and you were like, you know, I want to show you this person. We went on YouTube on my TV and you showed me Billie Eilish and I was like, what is this big fat ass woman? She's 16 and she's. What? Yeah, that was just when we were just like on YouTube and stuff, right? Yeah, but don't smile at me. Alright, so, um, she got our ocean one. Okay. So I was there like somewhere with So you're, you're an OG. I'm the OG. Billy's a Billy fan. So then I was like. But how did you discover her? I don't know, to be quite honest. I think I became like one of them on Apple Music or something. So then oh, okay. Apple, of course, Apple Music. See, us, us Android gang, we struggle to find new music because <laughs> YouTube Music ain't doing it. Things nowadays, to be quite honest. Like, YouTube Music has far. It, it's. Okay, like it plays similar songs, so uh, it puts 
similar song to what you're listening currently into your queue and then you can kind of discover new music like that but it's a pretty inefficient way so there's not a lot of like good recommendations for what you should do i have a question from the artist community mm. okay if you have youtube music does it count as a viewed musical video or not i don't think so I, I think it counts as a stream okay. like a, i think it's a completely different platform well Okay, so seeing as I do have an Android, <coughs> and no, um, I'm not kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm not poor. I'm actually I'm actually my parents are just cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, so I have an Android and I have YouTube Music, and you can choose to watch the video uh, while you're on uh, while you're on the YouTube Music app, but not all the songs are videos, so. I think if you choose to watch the video, then it counts as like a, a view. Yeah. But if you're just streaming the music, then I don't think it can count as. Because um, when I upload music, I click YouTube, and it goes automatically onto YouTube Music as a video player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because no, they're they're owned by the same company, aren't they? Well, oh. yeah. I have a leading theory that because I had Google Play beforehand, and the app got so shit. But I think they're um, encouraging people to move over to YouTube Music because so they can close down Google Play, basically. Because that app sucked balls. I mean, I've been using Spotify for like a month now. Yeah, but how long back was that? Well, uh, yeah. See, mine was it was sort of it was sort of acting up when uh because it would just randomly skip songs or it was just stop Actually, playing. Proper weird, and uh, you and Google Play Music does not have very good recommendations for new artists, like none at all. Actually. I mean, TikTok in common. I forget what they look like. I don't even know who they are. And um, the TikTok looks like it only has a hundred followers. Mm. That's weird because my music is everywhere. It becomes so dodgy in DMs. Like oh no, same with the podcast. Like I use uh, Anchor FM. Where you can and it just uploads it for you, skipping everything. Yeah, so yeah, Apple yeah. Music, Spotify. What do you uh, actually on Apple Music? Well, Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music. Okay, so it's on iTunes. Yeah, pretty much. So it's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Those are like the, those are the two main sources where I get views from. Hold on, let me. Okay, let me see. I'm on the other website, but I'm sure. So it's not Apple Music. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, most is Spotify. Then it says oh other, yeah, it is Apple here, Podcasts. man. It is there. Show in App Store. Why is it in the App Store? I don't know, man. I told you that already. Maybe it's on the Apple App Store and you can buy my podcast. Dude, I'd like to get some money from this. Um, you know what the problem is? I need to set up a PayPal account. It's bloody impossible to set up a PayPal account in South Africa because I don't have a US yeah, bank, I have to pay bank account. But how do they how do they pay you? Like how did you set up the account? Did it just put in your like your car details and then boom, there you go. So I actually had to get a tax number because obviously being young, I have an illegal tax. Yeah. So I had to get my tax number in South Africa now. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I had to put in my tax details for the tax number in South Africa. That's quite crazy. How many percent does it take? You don't really make made a hundred rand. That doesn't really mean. <laughs> yeah, but you were squatting a lot of tax. I mean, that, that was October. Well, I didn't do anything. 
how many um like how much money do you get per stream? Is it like I three have like cents or three a year? Okay, let let me check this real quick. A year to make three hundred no a year comma three. Yeah. Um basically not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a lot. I mean I earn in so, I earn in dollars. Oh I earn in dollars. Bourgeois or whatever. Oui, je suis bougie. Je suis um, bougie, but what? Well, um, yeah, I have to always be very careful with the way that I spend my money because it's like money that. And then you cash in. Ooh, 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 lots of money. Yeah, but basically, I've made around I don't know how much dollars. You see, I don't really want to monetize the podcast because I hate those ads. Like I promised myself, I will no, never, I will never ever do an ad. A mobile game, because fuck those ads. No, no. Fuck raid shadow legends. A bunch of one. If I hear one more raid shadow legend ad, I'm probably gonna blow blow my brains out or something. Um, I like mean, you I guess, just. I guess, I guess um, ads um need to be. Yeah, but um, you can't procure them. I can't. Uh, you're not sponsored by them, like an in. You know, like when you're watching YouTube, with an in video. But now, a word from our sponsors, Raid Shadow Legends. This video is not, or this podcast is not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Fuck you, Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. Let me just make my stance very clear. It, it, it's such a shit game. And then they get these... It's like you're selling your creative license to a damn corporate company bunch of idiots. It's ridiculous. It's bullshit. Yeah, it is. It is. It's bullshit. Definitely. You're selling your creativity to have... And ad because I I've heard a, a once again the um, YouTube channel Fact Fiend he told he has a series where he tells you how not to do business and then Raid Shadow Legends they sent him an email on um, how they would like to sponsor him and they have like three requirements of you need to do a three minutes ad of um, this is exactly what we wanted to do here are some suggestions for the script you're not gonna think of a damn thing for a script for every video no way. And then you have to be fake optimistic about how nice your product is and you can't seem apologetic for putting it in. And it's bullshit, man. Bullshit. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, I've been... Um, this uh, clothing company asked me to do their merchandise. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I mean, I did it for like some time, but... But well, how did... Did they pay you in like clothing or did they pay you in money? They pay you in commissions. Oh, so okay. So you, people view your link. Yeah, exactly. Make any money? I mean, I, I think I got twenty five dollars from it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, I mean, in all honesty, I think the only reason I did it was like that's whack. Yeah, that is whack. I got approached on Instagram by a company that does bracelets. I was like, oh, that's cool, and they said they'll send you free bracelets if you promote them. But the thing is, is I don't like posting on Instagram. I don't like doing stuff for yeah, my socials. Don't really I don't like like to show off or anything like that, like the hobo example. <laughs> okay, I, I'm glad I wrote that in there. But yeah, I don't like to show off or be constantly on my Instagram. I like to enjoy Instagram and see other people's things. But it's not personally my thing. Like it takes energy for me to think up a post and to think up a story and to say, hey guys, and I hate being poked. 
I can't say, hey guys, look at this bracelet. Like, I just really want you guys to have this bracelet. And it's just so cool. And so they do me and I corresponded with them a little bit. And I was like, yeah, hey guys, thank you. Well, I think it's like not just, well, not actually like brands. In this instance, it was um, companies who wanted to help me get the product for free every single university. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's very helpful. Yeah. So I remember talking to some guy and he was determined to get an upgrade on an iPad. Mm. And I probably would have made it. Yeah. Because I did some research and I think I found a long list of things in a few universities over there. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a little weird and then I, I did more research and I mm. went to their website because they sent their email yeah you would have to pay um, a dude to be personal helper oh shit so you would get like commission and stuff for no, he, he would pay an exceptional amount to help him get you in there and then I talked to um, Joshua mm-hmm. yeah he's an athletic superstar pretty yeah, much yeah he lives yeah, and then he told me that you don't need any upgrade in there. You can do it by yourself. So I was like, yeah. well, why do I have to pay like yeah, why have to pay this guy dollars just to get me into this university? Exactly. So I mean, yeah, obviously we would go there and we'd go to every university and then I would just be like, I don't want to go there. Why did I have to go? Yeah, I don't want to go now. In the future, I want to go. I right mean, I now, I want to go first, and especially not the well second so yeah okay well i mean we have decent universities in south africa and we're probably going to our most anticipated like i I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else than stellenbosch yeah man i'm like why the fuck are you on the phone it's not proper protocol to be on your phone you wank (laughs) taking a few things it's important to stay up to date with you can you can chill for like an hour without being on your phone i mean i haven't been on my phone much because i've lived you know with my brother yeah we were chilling in the park having a picnic let's have a chat about masculinity because i think if 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 i say to some people or a lot of people actually no i went for a picnic with my guy friends they'd be like but it isn't actually although i think it's not masculine but I mean, I don't see the problem in it. Like I'm doing what makes me happy. Masculinity is being comfortable in whoever you are. Why is Will saying loads of cake? Yes, Ironically, <laughs> I can't believe he's the one that got it right. Yeah, man, it's weird to think that he would get it right. No, but like we, l- let's be honest. Me and you, we both don't really fit into the uh, idea. Of a manly man, yeah, manly man, or conventional masculinity. Let's put it like that. How most people imagine a strong guy with big beard and big muscles, while he's got an axe in the one hand and a fucking hot glass in the other hand. You you understand what I mean? Yeah. That that sounded very crude. I'm sorry to any bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to any bitches ass I offended. (laughs) Probably the wrong person. Most likely. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, being manly isn't the same as being conventional. 
looking at the people you love and being, you know, really reliable. And you know what I think being manly is? It's not being a coward. What's it's that? It's being strong enough personally in yourself to stand up for yourself and do the things that you want to do, aka not being a coward, and being strong enough to stand up for other people when they are being silenced, but you are in a position to help them. That's what I think masculinity should be, not being a coward. How you act and how you go about that is completely up to you and should not be judged by... um, how you try and enact how you want to be as a man but I mean who would be like I mean look at Harry Styles how he was judged and um, accused of spreading the uh, spreading a non-masculine image to boys and trying to convert them to that Just being okay with yourself to actually wear what you want to wear mm. is exactly what he's trying to do now. Being, you know, like you said, not being a coward. Mm. Just being true to yourself. And I think the people that actually accuse people who, well, no, I don't actually want to say that because, I mean, maybe you have your idea of masculinity, but I think maybe some people should reevaluate their ideas. You understand? Because I think. A lot of people just think, oh, I'm a man because I do I, I do weights and like yeah. I, I, I go to the club and I like wink at someone and I control a lot of people and whatnot. It's like, well, that doesn't make you a man. That just makes you a, mi- a mildly sexually attractive person. Oh, that does not necessarily uh, determine your masculinity. Being the one someone can look up to. Being there. Yeah, being there. That's what a man should be. Just be there. Don't be a dick about it. Just be there. Oh, it's raining. Lovely. Oh, now you guys are going to enjoy my season. (laughs) Oh, it's nice. It's not going to blow. It's coming down. to be very calm now you are going imagine you are designing a christmas party imagine how your tree is going to look how the christmas lights will flutter in the night sky (laughs) i actually love meditation though it's very peaceful to my view i'll be listening to someone having meditation Really? Yeah, I'm like, okay. I love guided meditation. I um, I can do this on my phone. Can you see? I don't need the old dude whispering in my ear. No, I, 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 I love the, the guy from Headspace whispering in my ear. Uh, what, what is it? I can't remember. Something like, you know, now you just focus on your breath. I love having someone tell me what to do because I don't have the self-discipline to focus myself do you have a thought that just like a complete silence just look at your anger and emotions 
as if they are Christ himself. Father, you are not a God given to change things. You are just a bystander. A pedestrian standing on the side of the road with nowhere to be and nothing to do. Just standing there, watching the cars make aerial motions drive by. And you acknowledge their existence. But you don't affect them with your stones. Jeez, I, I, fuck, <laughs> fuck podcasting. I'm going to become a host for like a, a meditation yeah. show or something. I just think of you. How to meditate with RJ. <laughs> <laughs> just like a weird Harry Potter. Yeah, I'll probably. Ah, dude. Imagine we could go to Hogwarts. That would be wild. Imagine. What do you think is something that happens at Hogwarts that this book doesn't acknowledge? Mm. I think I know more. All right, how many? What they do after school and on the weekends? They don't really go about what they do on the weekends. Okay, you ready? Mm. How many times do you think the fetus deleter spell has been used at Hogwarts? (laughs) I mean, it is a normal high school. I mean, and there's so many empty classrooms, and you have the room of requirement. So, I mean, if you really want to bang, you, really if it, you, you could get some BDSM shit there. Just walk past it. <laughs> I need BDSM shit. I need BDSM shit. I need BDSM shit. Here comes the next thing the doors go in. And then and you have like the, the red and just because of emotions. How do wizards work? Okay, I'm just trying to think. No, you can't really explain how like the wizard photographs move. Like, how did the photographs and the paintings? Oh, move? what they say is, um, I think in the first book, the first or the f- no, the second book where Colin Kinsey comes in, he um, he says how he was obviously muggle born. Mm. So he said he heard that even if you you have to um let it develop like you would a normal photo okay you develop in a certain way that it moves but how do the newspapers almost mass produce that that they don't really have the time to develop okay now we're thinking way too deep into this jk rowling you did a fantastic job stop trying to change everything on twitter (laughs) yeah i agree that all those books are i mean i'm currently reading them i'm on the third one basically now Mm. and um i'm not i'm really not a reader so, uh, yeah. I yeah. had to force myself to begin, but as soon as I got in it, you were just like, I'm hooked. The Harry Potter books, though. No, the Harry so Potter books, are, they're really intoxicating to read. It's like a really fun read, actually. It's not like draggy. Like, I've read some books because I'm quite a reader and I enjoy reading. And I've read some books that are truly, truly drab. Like, there's nothing actually going on. The story's not interesting. But. It's written in a very compelling style, and there's always something interesting going on. There's never a dull moment when you're reading Harry Potter. Well, there's something that, yeah, there's always, like, obviously some something interesting in in Mm. the background to focus on. Yeah. Like, especially if you've already watched the movies and you know, okay. Yeah, you know, you, you know... I read it again for the second time earlier this year, and I recently finished it. And Harry is such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, he is. 
Like, he just winded everything. He just matted well, everyone all the time. Red, okay, yesterday the biggest drawback was he, that you know that weird scene when the Cobalt Fusion Pack didn't open, mm-hmm. and they had the dueling scene. Oh, wait, he had Malfoy. Where yeah, where he, he, sp- um, he spoke, spoke past the, the time yeah, to the snake. He spoke past the time, and everyone thought that he set the snake on. Oh the yeah, so the he, where he was accused of yeah, yeah. being um, Slytherin's so heir. I read the part of where a few Hufflepuff students were sitting in the library mm. and talking about Harry. Yeah, and said that he's obviously the heir of Slytherin. Yeah. And he cleared his throat and started talking to them about it. <laughs> and he basically just yelled at them and he ran off. Like, well, that, that, what is that? That was the, okay, but the worst part. Let, let's remember, Harry is a second year student now. He's, what, 12? I mean, they were kids. He was 12. 12 against 12, man. He knocked him. No, not, not, not trying to fight. <laughs> I'm talking about his age. He was 12 years old. And he, maybe and he was pretty him. immature. I mean, if I think of the shit that I did when I was 12 years old, I was a pretty immature You were 6th grade. Kid. Yeah. Like 6th grade in a, well, yeah, in a normal muggle world. You're pretty immature. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, no. Definitely. You think you're on your way. You've gone to grade 7. Oh my god, I'm going to be the shit of this school now. You're prancing around. And then you get into high school. And then you're, and you are less than dirt. Yeah. You are less than dirt. I already knew that because I had a pretty shit muggle experience. Cheers. Yeah, no, definitely. Golden boy. Freaking flop. Yeah. You were the definition of a flop. I mean, I or a fuck boy, either way. Head, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. The head of sports. Um, probably the best AU player. Probably the best athlete. It's a shame he was dumb. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. First, first African to play in Europe. You play hockey as well as rugby. Yep, and I also did. Cricket. They're in the same season. Captain of the second team was Ireland. Well, Britain. Yeah, I, I, I at least Shit. had one of you there. Yeah, no, no, I was horrible. But I played AU and I played cricket. But cricket is you. A lot of people aren't inherently good at cricket, but. If you practice it a lot and you have a good coach or someone who can like train you to proper technique, then cricket you can actually become pretty good at cricket even if you're not the most talented person at it. Yeah, no, I think I'm gonna have to have a go. But school coaches are pretty incompetent. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, I say like the coaches at school they don't really know. I mean, that's why I had to inform you. Oh, really? For like athletics and yeah, I mean, did um, you have a rugby coach? No, 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 no. I was just. Oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually went to high school where Open Run, which, like, when I was in those years, I was playing basketball in high school. Yeah. And when I was, like, 10. You played really fast. Yeah, pretty fast. Low, short, tiny shit, just quick. <laughs> just slip right through the tackles. I was really good at swimming. Yeah, you just... No, I can, I can imagine, but, like, isn't it difficult to bring down bigger guys to, like, tackle them? Not really, you just have to take them low. I mean, there was this one huge dude who played for some kind of rugby club in Ireland, I think. Mm. And um, yeah, he, he was properly bigger than other guys. Oh, shit. And this was like grade 9. And you're a little and small I was tiny, boy. I was tiny, man. I was like 164. 
and, um, and like, you still look like a toothpick. But decaying and things. <coughs> and um, what happened was he went around this drum. I think he was playing flautist or something. Yeah. And he came running straight at me saying like this. Uh, I still got a yellow drum for this. <laughs> <laughs> I went like right to the ground. He hit my shoulder for some reason. He came around the around me. Yeah. He went straight to me. He hit my shoulder. I was like on, on his shin. As soon as he hit me, I stood up. And he did a full front flip. <laughs> head on <laughs> his <laughs> head. And um, they were like, okay, you didn't cut the rest of your arms. That was a yellow card. And I was like, well, I got him down. And then yeah, I played the trial. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of Cheslin Colby. And the best joke I've heard of Cheslin Colby. He's the only man who's sp- smaller than his own biceps. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is actually true. Like, game size, big. Height-wise, small. Skill yeah. size, he's Not got the biggest size. dick in the world. Yeah. No. The biggest dick behind the thrust is big. Yeah, that's true. Page three, actually. Yes, sir. Have, have you watched the Chasing the Sun series? No, I haven't. Yes, sir. That was good. Because, so I watched a movie on Showmax earlier tonight. So that was on Showmax, and I watched the entire thing, all five episodes, all in one night. And I was crying at the end. <laughs> they were talking about my pimpy. I was like, ah, my sister's here. <laughs> 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 this is comedy. No, it was really good. Like, uh, I really enjoy it. It was a good documentary. And it was very raw. Like, they didn't cut out the swearing. They didn't cut out how he talked to them, how honest he was. And you know what? It made me realize that what the world needs more is honesty because everyone's always trying to bullshit around the problem and always trying to talk around the problem but no one actually ever addresses listen here this is what's wrong this is what we need to do yeah there's no direct honesty there's always a bunch of politic talk or a bunch of working around the subject but there's never just a straight this is the issue this will work this is what we got to do let's do it because that's what Rossi did. He got in there. He um, set everyone straight. He said, this is what I want to achieve. I want to have an equal player base. The best player for the job gets to play. And incidentally, a lot of the black players were the best players to play. Look at um, who plays uh, number two. It's... Um, oh, shit. How can I forget his name? Okay, well, obviously, there's Beast. And then there's... No, you have to fucking help me. Come on. Hooker. N- hooker, yeah. Um, yes, Bonambi. Bonambi. He had a ninety-eight percent tackle completion rate <laughs> during the entire World Cup, and he played every single game. Ninety-eight percent. Um, uh, Mopimpi was the leading try scorer in the World Cup. Excellent. Actually, and you know why I think they did so well? Because they were putting the team on merit. Sia Khaleesi, one of the best captains South Africa's ever had. And they were put on the team on merit. They were chosen because they were the right person for the job. Not because of their skin color, not because of the quota system. They were chosen because they were the right person for the job. So just think what can happen if we go to our government and we put the right people for the job. I, I, yeah, I, I like Umsaro too. A lot of people, everyone calls it Umsaro. 
He's like your cool uncle. You know, the one who like buys you Lego and shit for Christmas. Yeah, you're the one who did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining himself like a corpse bag full of like prana veins. This is Mercury, guys. Cerebrus, yeah. Cerebrus. I can't do a good solo impression from Willy Wonka. I can't. I think I can do a good solo. Like Jacob was our funny president. I mean, yeah, if you <coughs> watch a really good laugh, you can just like do me a comparison. <laughs> no, if you remember that thing in the world that about how Malema is like Zuma's dog. Yeah, I didn't really watch the rest of it. Okay, so the joke was <coughs> because Malema was was part of the ANC originally yeah. of like the youth program and Zuma pretty much like groomed Malema I think yeah. and Malema was like he said he this is Trevor words not mine but he said uh, he was like a puppy Malema was like a little puppy and then he was always biting around everyone's ankles and he's like eh, eh, not my problem eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and then Julius broke away and he formed the emails and like yeah now it's my problem eh, eh, eh. <laughs> He was a fucking was wanker. Horrible. He was horrible. But he was a cute president. He was like a little, little weird boy. You know what's weird? It's like how you can't speak with certain people just because they had like a few bad attitudes. Like you can't, you can't ever, you can't compliment Hitler on something because, well, he was a Nazi megalomaniac. Megalomaniac. But I can say, well, forget about dogs. Because he was the first one to have, like, animal cruelty rights. Somehow I'm going to get attacked now. Because I sort of condone Hitler. Like, everyone has good and bad qualities. Some people, the bad qualities way outweigh the good qualities. <coughs> Jacob Zuma. <coughs> but, uh, but they still have some good qualities. But even if you point out those, those good qualities, people will think, Oh no, this guy, he, he like... He thinks he's a decent person. No, I don't. I think he's a piece of shit. But I'm just saying he had some he decent qualities. He did something bad. Entertaining a nation and stealing their money, I wouldn't say is worthwhile. <laughs> but um, nation, <laughs> entertain. Oh. Is our politics so such a joke? I haven't watched the state, like the state of the nation. I just um, Melinda Cole. BFF every time something just Beavers and Bridges all of them stand up and walk out. <laughs> like, but you know the thing that it, it doesn't make sense to me because nothing will ever get resolved in that manner. Yeah, no one just defends, manages to like. No one just thinks, okay, let's just have. I mean, everyone has listened to this podcast. Heard me say this thousand times or fifteen at the most because we're fucking assholes. <laughs> No, but open conversations is what the world needs. Like, just being able to talk to your fellow human without getting overly worked up about whatever he or she is saying. It's important just to say, let's have a conversation. Let's find common ground where we can work from on. Let's find our differences and find a way to resolve them. Instead of getting worked up at each other. Ah, oh, fuck 
he goes, fuck you, fuck everybody. I'm like, you're wrong. I love that guy so much. Ironically. I never learned what that stands for, but maybe it's good. Okay, but anyways, if people go like that, nothing ever gets resolved because you don't get a new perspective. You're just stuck with your own opinion, which may be flawed. Well, flawed opinions are quite subjective because my opinion on a subject is not flawed at all, according to me. But a, a lot of other people are flawed. But let's not say a flawed opinion, but an opinion that you believe to be true where facts could prove you otherwise. factually based the opinion that isn't backed up by any factual evidence actually how long have we been going i'm quite confused what's the timer is it four to no it's five thirty yeah ten minutes we're on like 40 ish minutes yeah well i heard food Oh, you heard food being made, and you're like, yeah. mm. <laughs> I'm hungry. Can you stop that, please? <laughs> okay, this is the weird, weirdest <laughs> outro I've ever done. But, alright, I hope uh, you guys gained some insight. <laughs> Into the mind of an aspiring musician up the guitar again <laughs> yeah yeah so let's just call this all right we're gonna go ciao so cheers everyone uh see you all the next free weekend bye